0: This is Island Reflections, I'm Cindy Rickskers. My next pair of dogs was Clover and Rosa Parks. Though Clover also often had issues with other dogs, she and the little dog became friends very quickly. In fact, Rosa Parks quickly took on the role of the boss, letting Clover know when she was being annoying or when she could or could not share space on the bed or sofa. Rosa's coloring was very much like Maggie's. I often wondered if Clover didn't see Rosa as a much smaller, reincarnated version of her old friend. Clover, being the older and wiser of the two, took her role seriously. She was the teacher. Rosa Parks, the student. Clover would come upon a footprint in the snow. She'd put her snout near it, look up toward the little dog, and raise one eyebrow. Rosa would run right over and put her own nose down to smell what Clover was smelling. They would exchange a knowing look. If it was a coyote print, the look was of concern. Deer or turkey tracks were interesting, but not scary. A dead snake in the road would also demand attention. First, the meaningful look that would send Rosa Parks scurrying over, then the demonstration. Aim, flop onto the back right on top of the dead animal and squirm. Jump up, sniff again, and repeat. Now you try it, I imagined her saying, and Rosa Parks complied every time. Clover, who was very enthusiastic about chasing chipmunks, did her best to get Rosa Parks involved in the sport. Rosa pretended to be interested. If Clover was watching, the little dog would dig madly at the base of the tree, stare into its branches, circle and jump, just as Clover was doing. If Clover wasn't paying attention, Rosa's lazier nature came out, and she'd find a comfortable spot to watch the action. If she saw me watching, Rosa Parks would be quick to roll her eyes at Clover's antics, letting me know that she was well above behavior like that. Clover always rode in the car with us down to Fox Lake. Coming home, though, she preferred to run and chase every single squirrel and follow every single scent all the way home. Rosa Parks on my lap would watch Clover out the window, just as Maggie had watched her from the passenger seat as I followed closely behind. Eventually, though, I lose patience with her side trips and with driving in second gear one foot always on the brake. At some point, when she's off the trail of a bird or rodent, I'd speed up and let her make her own way home. That always put a look of satisfaction on Rosa Parks's little face, finally rid of her. By the time we got home, though, her relief had changed to concern, and she, with me right behind, would head down the Fox Lake Road on foot to meet Clover and accompany her in the final stretch for home. That's today's Island Reflection. I'm Cindy Rickskers.